Welcome to another episode of Speaking with Who You With, Kurt Dog. I'm M, Who You With, Kurt Dog. It is Thursday night, so you know who's already on the show, Miss Risky. want to welcome all our listeners on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Periscope. Uh, and yeah, that's all of them. Uh, so, so welcome. Hope y'all had a great week so far. And we're about to get this thing started. There's a lot going on. want to welcome Miss Risky to the show. What's going on, Miss Risky? How was your week? That's so far so good. Hey, <laughs> that old saying, it's almost the weekend. Yes, yes. Listen to Dr. Rock and you say, oh, you two y'all know about them, my bad. <laughs> Probably. Just a smidge. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to be um, um, back in the old days. That was the Friday night. Uh, the jam. It's the weekend, baby. So, but anyway. So, man, it's been a busy week this week. Yes, and it has. It has. I've been running around like a... a um, been running around with... Like a rooster with his head cut off. I've just been rolling. Um, but we're on. It's Thursday night. I'm sure you have your cocktail. I have a little something. Uh, I have water. Oh, okay. Okay, water. With some vodka in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like vodka and, vodka and tonic to me. <laughs> hey, that's good. That's good. Hey. I'm not mad at you. I'm actually going to um, do it. I do my bubbly oh. water. I don't know if I can show that, but, you know, my my flavored sparkling waters. Welcome to the show, Justina. God is good. Thomas, ain't he good all the time? Amen. Um, I'm starting a juice tomorrow. What? Which one? <laughs> Um, I got it from Manny Bar, so I'm gonna I'm gonna work how, on that tomorrow. So, how many juices are you doing a day? Well, I just wanted to go in and try them. Okay, that's what I wanted to do. Then the young lady you just gotta do it. She was just such a great salesperson, and she was <laughs> like, "Hey, well, if you're gonna buy that many." You might well do the whole juice or one day juice. I'm like, look, I'm I have to take baby step. She said, just try it. It'll be good. It's same price. I said, okay. So I will try it. Um, see how it work out. If it work out good, um, listen. Try. Until you you have to just go for it. Like when you go on a juicing diet or just a cleanse. Like I do it into a weekend. Three days. I seclude myself from everybody. I don't want to hear any food. I don't want to see you eating food. I don't want to see people enjoying life. I'm just in my apartment with my juices. I'm but a, day one is the hardest. I'm going to tell you, day one is the hardest. <laughs> I'm going to try it, but I also um, came up and said that um, I was going to do it today, but I had a busy day. Been running around well you seen the video yeah uh i i kept my commitment <laughs> i feel sorry for um the young lady that did my feet today because <laughs> she worked hard she Listen. worked very hard but they are smooth they are smooth so i appreciate it that was at a culture nail bar over in Arlington. Um, Great price, great service. You can't ask for nothing more. And they black owned. So definitely check out Culture Nail Bar. Uh, you can't go wrong with it. And you've seen the video. If you haven't seen the video, go to my <laughs> Facebook page. That young lady, she was working hard. I feel bad because she's going to tell me, going to say, you know, your feet don't look that bad from just two weeks ago. <laughs> I said, "What you looking at?" <laughs> well, so, she's seeing some rough feet coming in. 
them quarantine hey. toes and corns. But, exactly. But I, I told her, I said, I'm going to do like you say. She told me come back every two weeks. She's going to work them. She's going to make sure they get right. I said, okay. Then she also told me buy some, um, some, uh, something called a mask or something for my feet called, uh, baby feet. So, <laughs> so I'm yeah, gonna, I don't do all that stuff. I'm going to try it out and see. I'm going to do what she recommend because normally when I went to other shops, they'd be like, you come back two weeks. I'm like, you haven't done nothing this week. So I I wouldn't come back every two weeks. So I'm going to be faithful, go back every two weeks, get them done. And hopefully um, it works out. Yeah, my toes still look good so far. Welcome to the show, Jamie Foster. Uh, Thank you for watching, tuning in. Y'all can chat live with us in the uh, chat also. And But that's out the way. So let's... (laughs) Let's get it started because it's going to be a crazy one tonight. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with Herman Cain. Um, yeah, Herman Cain, the former GOP presidential candidate, uh, died today after uh, being hospitalized for COVID 19. 74 years old. And um, this is after being t- uh, hospitalized and tested July 1st. So he's been out of commission all this time with COVID-19 um, and he may have caught it. We don't know where it, for certain, but I'm just throwing it out there. Allegedly, <laughs> he may have uh, gotten it at the uh, June 20th Trump rally, rally that was in um, Oklahoma. Hold on. Let me so. do the math. June 20th, about 14 days. Is that about? That seemed like that's about that time. So give or take a day or two. You know, they talking about what a two week incubation. So allegedly around that time, I mean, he could have been somewhere else. But (laughs) and uh, and let me let me explain something. First of all, welcome to the show, John Edmund. Welcome to the show. Hopefully, this is not your first time. Hopefully, you come back. Uh, you can live chat with us on doing the live show. Um, now, welcome, Monica uh, Santorio. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining in. Uh, you can live chat with us during the show. Now, as for Herman Cain, I don't like to hear anyone losing their life. But in this, it's a sad thing because the family have to go through the the grief of losing a loved one. You also have to realize that COVID-19 is alive and well. Now, he did have some underlying medical issues. Uh, I believe he had uh, prostate cancer. I believe he beat it. But he went to this um, to this rally and he had tweeted about it. Uh, no before mask. going, saying, "Oh, no mask is is required." The people are fed up. So, but then it cost him his life. Now we've heard of different people at the rally that have came out. Not that many, I believe it was the governor of Oklahoma or or the mayor, somebody of Oklahoma, also tested positive, and. All these people have gone back to their homes. We don't know who all they've been around. And these folks are refusing to wear a mask. So with that being said, how many other people have they spread it to? Exactly. All because they want to be selfish and want to make a point when all of this could have been um, it could have actually been avoided if Trump would have came out when it first started and said, hey, we all need to protect ourselves. But then again, we're talking about Trump, so we're not going to stay too long on him yet. Right. We're going to be continue on that one. So, um, but 
it's it's um it's crazy. I'm hoping a lot of people can realize all these folks that saying they refuse to wear a mask and now some of them are dying. Hopefully people realize this is not a game. This is real. And hopefully not a simple they... upper respiratory infection is not like the flu virus. These are this is actually taking people's lives and causing long lasting effects. Yes, and you have a 50-50 shot if you do get the virus. 50-50 shot. And it's it's just not a game. You have to take this serious. Protect yourself. Protect the people around you. Protect your family. Because now the the heartache that his wife and family members having to go through because of this is it's unnecessary because it could have been avoided. Okay, some people say, well, I can't breathe in a mask. I don't like wearing a mask, but I prefer to wear a mask instead of wearing have been hooked up to a ventilator. So And that's if you're lucky, you probably just fall out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it was like I'm not taking those, uh, taking that kind of unnecessary risk. So, so everyone, please protect yourself. Protect yourself. Wear a mask. Whatever you have to do. Um, if you're exercising, that's different. Uh, they say you don't need to wear it, but if you're around people, definitely wear it. Um, because it's taking folks out. It's taking folks out. Now we're gonna get to the <laughs> yeah BFL the com the comedy uh, portion of the show <laughs> yeah your BFL my Biff he's not my Biff he didn't write me back when I sent him a message on Twitter so we we are strange Biffs <laughs> hey. but <laughs> but um, I'm sure this is uh, this has been going around uh, Trump wants to postpone the 2020 yeah. election. And, and and then I say this in quotes, until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. But he wants to send your kids to school. <laughs> but that's like, that's a long shot. That's not going to happen. There's too many things that need to happen. Like you can't change, like the president can't change a federal law. Like this law has been, this date uh, has been around since 1845. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I guess somebody did not tell him that. Well, I, there's a lot of things he's probably told and just ignored. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. because but, he's the president, he's got, listen, what's the point of being a president if I can't change some laws and go, you know, behind the, the House speakers, uh, House representatives and the, in, in the leg, you know, legislation? You he know. didn't. He didn't. <laughs> I'm trying to do better. I'm really, really <laughs> trying to do better, but but I heard him say some stupid st- stuff while ago. I tried to watch the press conference, the same press conference he decided to have during Congressman John Lewis' uh, homegoing service when President Obama got up and spoke. He decided to have a press conference, and in the, the video I read, I heard he's gonna say. Herman King passed away from this thing called China virus. <laughs> and I think I dozed off, so I had to go back a little bit and look again. And I said, I know he didn't just say that. And he did say, Herman King passed away. My my good friend, Herman King passed away from this thing called China virus. He just can't get away from that. And I I just cut it off. I said, you know what? That was 45 seconds I couldn't get back (laughs) (laughs) of my life. I said, no, I'm done. But hey, we want to know y'all opinion. You can watch us on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, you can live chat with us during the show. Uh, if you want to make a comment about anything we're talking about tonight, please put it in the chat. It may be something that we haven't talked about that you've seen that we should talk about. 
and you can uh, put it in the show. You can also call in tonight at 972-591-3665. Um, I seen some news a couple of hours ago um, about Michael Brown. They decided not to charge Officer Darren, uh, what's his name, Wilson? Yeah, Darren Wilson. Welcome to the show, Crystal Matlock. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, You can live chat with us during the show. Um, But they decided not to charge um, Darren Wilson. And I'm like, what are are they doing up there in Ferguson? Because I just watched a documentary last weekend, and I believe it was on either HBO or Showtime. I'm not quite sure, but it's called Stranger Fruit. Stranger Fruit. Watch it. Watch it. And I was I was pissed off, to be honest with you. I'm like, why this man not in jail? Because the guy that was with Michael Brown, he said what happened. Then they talked to some witness. And they also, it was video of some people that just watched it. Someone was videotaping. And just so happening, one clip of this video, you see a, uh, a contractor out there. And he's throwing his hands up in the air. Talking about, man, you just killed that guy. He was unarmed. And this guy was a white guy. So definitely watch that documentary. It's very good, good information coming out. And I don't know what the D, what the uh, prosecu- prosecutor, Wesley Bale, uh, was th- is thinking about. He said he's not going to press charges. And I'm like, what are you, what are you investigating? Now, take it. They allowed this man to drive himself back to the station after the shooting. That allowed him to change clothes. Even handle his own weapon. And when he before they interviewed him after the shooting, he had unchanged clothes and everything. No one was with him at that time. So evidence, they didn't get a chance to check it. So Ferguson, what are y'all going to do? Uh, Wesley Bell, you need to look at this evidence. Well, I guess it's lack of evidence, but look at at what really happened. Look at the videos that came out. Talk to the witness and make a difference. And as for Ferguson, Missouri, I say it all the time. If they not for you, make sure you register to vote and get out and vote. Let your voice be heard like that and remove them from office because they do not need to represent you if they're going to have a blind eye to the truth. So that's that's my opinion of it. Right. And I'm like, man, this is this is really uh, crazy. And for people to close the blind eye and not look at everything. And this is like a reoccurring theme uh, of these uh, uh, shootings happening and then nothing being done. And that's why we're marching now. Like, we're upset. Exactly. Nothing gets done because they're like, oh, well. It, it's really crazy. Um, even here in Dallas, here in Dallas. Um, I heard about the shooting last year and I didn't really didn't know the details of it. But this morning I got a and normally I try not to even go on Facebook first thing in the morning, but for some reason I did. And I seen someone had posted the um video that China Eat posted up the killing of Christopher Willard here in Dallas. And I read 
as I'm watching this video, I got pissed off. Because here it is, an unarmed, naked man killed. One part of the video, now, hold on, let me go back. Because this wasn't a police officer. This was a security guard that did this. First of all, they said he attacked a a, a female security security officer and they located him and they kicked the door in. Had him come out at gunpoint. They tased this man. He kept telling him in a video and put uh, put the board down. It wasn't no board in that man's hand. He's like, it's nothing in my hand. Kept throwing his hands up. And he kept saying, it's nothing in my hand. So they tased him. For nine and ten seconds. Exactly. And then... And they pepper sprayed pepper him. Pepper sprayed him too. Pepper sprayed him. Then on top of that, when he was able to try to run away, they shot him. They shot him. And in the video, they didn't try to help try to help this man. After they shot him. And I'm like, whoa. Now, some people may be like, well, they had the right to do it. No, they didn't. Let me explain something to you. I used to be a, a commissioned security officer. We had to go through um, fire weapon training and stuff like that. One thing we couldn't do, if nobody's life was in danger, we cannot kick nobody's door down. That's breaking and entering. If we're after somebody, if they leave that property that we are there to protect, we got to let them go. But they chose to kick this this door in and bring this man out and then kill him. Then kill him. I'm like, this is crazy. So I mean, and then it's just like, there's like, what's their justification for it? Like the man was literally naked. Hell, it ain't no justification. Like. Because everything he told the officers was a lie. He said this man came toward them. No, he didn't. He didn't run toward them. Even in the, in the body cam video, they kept saying, um, uh, put your the board down. Put the board down. The board was next to his knee. It wasn't in his hand, but still, they tuck it up on their own to shoot this unarmed man. He was clearly unarmed. He didn't have no clothes on. So either way, if they if if he did attack the female security officer and if they found out where he was they should have called Dallas Police Department exactly exactly but since they didn't do it the person need to go to jail he need to get life i don't care what color you are you need to go to jail because that was that was murder and for for his attorney to sit on the TV, I I couldn't be a, an attorney because I'm not gonna lie for nobody. But for him to sit up and lie to this guy, uh, lie to um, China Ape while they was doing this interview, and I'm like, no, that's not right. The guy did not have anything in his hand. He's saying in the video, I don't have nothing in my hand. I don't have anything at all. But then they tase him. Right. Like, he could have been, he's the most defenseless as you can be. Like, there's nothing hiding on him. Like, he has no clothes on. 
and the fact that they're taking him down, he's defenseless. Like you tase him, you mace him, and you, if you got little plastic cuffs, put the plastic cuffs on and then call the cops. But you don't shoot an unarmed man, especially when there's no threat. Well, he didn't have the authority to kick the door in. Right. But still, like, he's outside, and it's like, once he's outside, there's still no threat. That's that's one of those... Um, and I don't know nothing about that particular security officer or anything like that. I believe he was the owner of the company, but I'm not quite sure. But that's one of those people that... Um, when they say uh, security want to be a police officer, he took the law in his own hands and he should be held accountable just like anyone else that do that. Whether if you're a policeman or whoever, when you kill a unarmed person, you need to be held accountable. I don't care who you are. If I go out here and kill a unarmed person I need to be held accountable exactly so it it really um, upset me because I was like I can't believe they're talking about um, well they didn't they did arrest the guy they did arrest the guy but they trying to get him out and he may be out on, on bail I'm not quite sure but I think that attorney mentioned something trying to get the charges dropped. Either way, he need to go to jail because that was murder. It was no reason to shoot that unarmed man. I don't care who you are. It's no reason to do it. And if anybody didn't know more about the case, you could chat with Elf Live in the chat. You could call us. 972-591-3665. And let's talk about it. Um, I thought I put the number up. I guess I was laughing too hard when we were talking <laughs> about Trump. Um, but either way, I'm putting the number up. If you want to call and, and give us your opinion, you can call and talk to us. Let me know. Um, maybe some rules have been changed. But it's two different types of security officers. One commission, one non-commission. The difference is commissioning is allowed to carry a gun. Non-commission, you have flashlight. And as, and you, <laughs> as you said, high shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't even get mace. But, but basically... Um, from my understanding, it's two different type of security officer, non-commission and commission. Commission, you able to carry a gun, but that do not give you the right to kill. And they do, and they explain that to you in the training. You will be held accountable if you shoot someone and your life wasn't threatened. So the guy that did it, he need to be held accountable for it. And that's the way I feel. Now, maybe the law is different, but he had no rights to break that door down. I I would assume that was um, Mr. Willard apartment. Yeah, he worked at that location. Oh, he worked there too? At that location. Oh, not Willard. I'm sorry. Oh, no I was, sorry. I was thinking. <laughs> what you doing? What you doing? Multitasking on too many stories. Put, put the drink down. The drink's been down. Oh, you're finishing. Can't get another one. You no, it's right here. Oh, I thought you forgot to put your setup next to you. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying not to flip through too many pages. <laughs> you know, I've seen a... Since we're talking about guns, look, young folks, young folks, pulling out a gun is not a game. It's not you, a toy. It's not a toy. You don't just pull out a gun just to show that you have one. 
And what I'm talking about, I seen a video yesterday. Apparently, this guy, two guys, was getting ready to fight. This young lady goes to the car, and I believe it was a AR-15 or something, and a, a big gun. And um, it was an assault rifle. Yeah, she hold it up and all of this, and then next thing you know, the guy that was getting ready to fight, he's up here. He grabbed the gun. So I'm like, yeah, come on, come on. Come on. Right, starts flexing with the gun, rifle. It's like, mm, no, that shows you're weak, not a man. Like, exactly. Dan. Like, what is like? You just pull out a, a random, a random assault rifle for nothing because your girl is trying to hype you up. Dude, she gonna have you in jail. <laughs> and on top of that, now this this the the problem I have <laughs> because now, um, now someone say they're the police right there, so they go jump in the car, and the person that is videotaping, she jump in the car. You can see the gun on the floorboard of the car in front of, up under her feet. So she videotaping the whole time. I think she was on Facebook Live or something. Yeah, because she kept uh, responding to people. Responding. Thinking this is a game. Yeah, it's cute. Look at me. I'm a gangster with my do-rag on. And I'm like, where... Like, who's raising these kids? Exactly. Like, that ain't cute. I'm like, do they realize what's going on? And then got the nerve to say, I'm an innocent bystander. Girl, you on Facebook Live. Like, they can go back, find this video. You didn't look like a bystander. You were holding a gun. Like, really? It was in your hand. It wasn't her. It was. I her. thought it was her. Cause... I thought it was too, but I watched the video several times. It was another chick holding the guy. Had a they look the same. <laughs> well, the one that was videotaping, I think she had pants they... on, but the one that held uh, the gun first, she had a skirt on. Yeah, because I saw one in like this little dress or something yeah. with the bonnet, and then this other girl had a bonnet. Had a bonnet too, because I had to keep going back and looking. I'm like, wait a minute. How can she be videotaping and and holding the, the the rifle at the same time? But then she started talking about she just the innocent bystander, and and the officer asked her, "Well, tell us what happened." Now she don't want to talk. Right? Nobody wants knows anything. But y'all about to get cases. Oh, then her dumbass. I mean, um, <laughs> my bad. This uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Then her crazy self gonna say um man you should have punched it we should be in a chase right now right like they watch too much television this is not a damn game yeah listen we don't need any more random shootings and we don't need to be uh rioting and and marching because you instigated a chase like but at home because the thing is what what they have to realize that could have been Darren Wilson, the one same one to kill Michael Brown. But the thing is, the difference would have been y'all had a gun in the car, a big old assault rifle. Kids, please put them down. Put the guns down. Do something different than want to start problems. Right, like we trying to resolve issues, not start them. Like now, this is another notch down. They're like, "Well, look at them. Look how they're acting." (laughs) Just because a small group don't know how to act right. Just because, and and from the way it looked to me, they probably was all underage. Yeah, they did like teenagers. And the gun, I don't know. But it's a good chance that gun wasn't legal. Because I don't, neither one of you look like you was old enough to go buy it. So that's going to be a charge regardless. Um, but then you're also holding this gun up and trying to fight. 
and all of this. And once the videos come out, all of you are going to get charged. Now your life is messed up. And it's so stupid. It's like, remember the good old days? Back in the day, like, you mouth off, you get punched in the face and keep it moving. Now nobody wants to fight. They too weak. Like, that don't mean you're a man. You got a gun. Oh, look, I'm big and bad. Yeah, put that gun down and let's see. Let's see what exactly. happens. Get popped in the mouth, you shut up. I know with me, in my younger days, it was like, hey, knock the stick off my shoulder. Knock it off, we go to fighting. Right, and then you squash it and keep it moving. You win, you win, you lose, you lose. Then, But you live to see exactly. another day. So, and once it was all said and done, 15 minutes later, we're back friends. Drinking some beers or drinking what sodas or whatever. No, we was too young to drink beers. Uh, well, that's why I said sodas or whatever. But you depend on your age range. But you know, people use their hands. It, like, it depends on who you knew, because certain part of the neighborhood they had bootlegs. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just saying, I I'm gonna leave that alone. But I know my mom. She used to, uh, and I, I'm scared of my mom. I don't care. Yeah, because we were in that generation. Like she can give you a look now, and you'll still be like. <laughs> I know she um, had uh, told me one time uh, me and a childhood friend got into a fight and she said look you got a choice either go out there apologize or you stay in the house but either way you finna get your butt whooped so I said I'm not apologizing to him mm-hmm. I hear up and went out there and apologized after that whooping. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I changed my mind. I'm gonna go out here and apologize. So I went out there and apologized. We started back playing again. So I'm like, hey. And that's what a lot of these kids are missing. Like they're missing. They're skipping steps. They want yeah. things quick, fast, and in a hurry. Whether it be relationships, money, cars, just everything, all the luxuries. They don't want to work for it. And exactly. it's apparent. Like, they consider fighting, oh, just spraying a house. No, that's not fighting. That's actually just an assault on a house. <laughs> and then you're not even a good shot. You even killed everybody but your, your target. Like, come on now. <laughs> and everybody who you think is your friend is not your friend. Because once you go down, they're not going to come visit exactly. you. Exactly. They're not going to put no money on your books. Now, I will say this. Some of them might for the first couple of months or whatever. Then all of a sudden, they're going to start. Exactly. They live in life and you between those walls. No freedom. So, so please, kids, stop it. Stop it. I'm like this. Best thing you could do, you got beef with somebody, work it out communication can solve a lot of things and don't be quick to pull your weapon think about the long-term consequences because just because you're upset at them right now but if you go out and shoot them you go out and kill them whatever the situation may be you're gonna have to live with that decision it may seem okay right now but then you turn around when when you go to court because a lot of us don't vote for the local election and you go to court and you see somebody who don't care anything about you and when they say like they did in the movie life life that's it that's it so you have to be smart be the bigger person, walk away from it. Whatever the situation may be, apologize, keep moving. Don't don't take it to the point where you have to get guns involved. Exactly. Anything like that. I know at one point back before the pandemic, it was a couple of boxing gyms around and they was bringing youths in there that was, that was out in the street. They was giving them the opportunity to come in and box. So find you a program in your neighborhood. If it's anyone that have a program, 
that can help at-risk kids, please let me know. I want to promote you on the show for we can start taking our streets back over and and making a change in the younger folks in our life. Um, but Yeah, because hey. unfortunately, these kids are being raised by individuals that are the same age they are, and they didn't know any better. They've been raised by the street. Yeah. That's all it is, being raised by the street. And we don't we don't need to lose any more life to senseless killing. Because here it is. I have several news outlets on my phone. I keep it's like every day I'm getting alerts. Um she, person killed here, person killed there. Police looking for information for this killing, that killing. At some point, we have to say enough is enough. Exactly. We need to take our neighborhood back over. If anybody have any programs out that is trying to do that, please reach out to me. I want to support you. want to support you. And let's make a difference in a young child's life and do something positive. Um, I know... With the uh, Friendship West, we have a a young man um, uh, program, DOP, which is very good. They work hard with those young men. Ran by the leader, uh, Reverend Jerry Smith. Um, I know several young men that have came through that program that has grown. Some of them have gotten married, have family of their own. And because they came through that program, it made a difference. So please, if there's somebody out there that have a program like that, um, let's let's promote them and get them out there and try to make a difference in um in our neighborhood. If we need to go out there and talk to the kids in the neighborhood, I had no problem with that. Get with me. I'll be willing to do it. And I know several other brothers that would do it also. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we're gonna that's that's the hard part of the show. Now we're gonna (laughs) that was some silliness on those young folks to pull that weapon and the things they said once the cop got behind them. Look, no, nah, that's not good. But then, I think I sent you the video of uh, what was that? The Walmart, oh, yeah. up in uh, where was that? Mount Pleasant, I think it I'm was. Not sure where it was? Hold on. I, I think it was Mount Pleasant, um, right here in Texas, about uh, a hundred and some miles from um. Uh, from Dallas. Um, but apparently uh, a sister got into it with uh, with this uh, uh, woman. Uh, this white woman up there. And the white woman, she actually pulled the gun on the sister. And talking about um, I guess once I start reading the comments and I think I read the news article or whatever but they said when the sister passed by this woman this woman just kind of bopped her with her stomach and she felt like that was okay but I believe and correct me if I'm wrong I believe the white woman was arrested yeah she was eventually arrested yeah mm-hmm. We have to be careful because people are trying us. During this time, bad enough we're in a pandemic, we have poor leadership, and because of what's going on in the world, people want to make this political and have nothing to do with politics. Nothing at all. This pandemic don't have anything to do with it, and People are on edge. So they are trying us. Like I told y'all, the situation that happened in Georgia, 
where this white guy talked about, allegedly talked about shooting up all the black people at this bar. And once I received the uh, police report, kind of find out, he told the investigator he was drunk, so they charged him with disorderly conduct. Then he said the reason why he used the N-word because he was trying to provoke people, trying to provoke them to get physical with them. And when I talked to the officer, I said, that sounded like Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin all over again. He said, exactly. So they did get him for um, disorderly conduct also. So, um, well, the first one was uh, public intoxication. The second one was disorderly conduct. And it's interesting because I'm going to continue to follow that story because with this situation, this guy should go to jail. He should go to jail. And also Georgia and other states should be paying attention to this case. But a simple fact, if he's doing it in Georgia, this woman in Texas bumped his sister with her stomach and quickly pulled out a gun, it's going on in other places. It's not just Georgia and Texas. That's the way that people are trying to provoke us and to get physical with them. So we need to do something, change the laws, and make a difference. Because first thing they're going to holler, I felt threatened. Exactly. I felt threatened. I felt uh, my life was at jeopardy. I don't know if the woman was licensed to carry a gun, but the guy in Georgia was. And I'm not finished with the case yet um, because I want to know if this guy was intoxicated. I want to know why did the cops allow him to take an Uber home? So I'm not finished with this case yet because these cops need to be held accountable also. Right. Like everybody needs to be on the same playing field. Exactly. So... He should have been in the jail. Yeah. He, off. He's walking around with a firearm. Drop one clip in the restaurant. Allegedly talking about killing black folks. He's drunk. Cops come out. They take his weapon from him. And then let him ride an Uber home. First of all. A lot of things there. <laughs> he's drunk. And he have a gun. That's exactly. a deadly combination. Right. I don't That's care. Right. How and he's making terroristic up. threats. Exactly. Like if you did that at a school, if a kid came up with a weapon and threatening the lives of other students, you call the cops. Exactly. And those kids get taken down. You do that with any group of people. Make terroristic threats. You go down. Exactly. But he got to go take an Uber home and sleep in his own bed. Exactly. And then it could have been a whole different outcome because when I watched the video, um, there was some folks out there that was trying to get with them. And not only that, I believe it was a, why the cops was there. He was trying to pick a fight with this guy that passed by, a white guy. Bullets don't have eyes. So right. if he would have came in there and did what he said, allegedly said he was going to do, then it would have been a whole different outcome. Exactly. But then I'm sure he would have gotten off. Oh, well, he was drunk. Temporary insanity. (laughs) First of all, if you're drunk, stay at home. Or or if you're out drinking, or if you know you're going out drinking, and you're licensed to carry, you don't carry your weapon with you. Especially, like, I, I, I get the feeling this isn't the first time he's done this. I'm sure it's not either. I'm sure it's not the first time. And he needs his friends to be like, dude, seriously? <laughs> Leave your, your weapon in the car. Like, we're good. We got you. And matter of fact, I'm a, I have the report. And it's been a crazy week for me. I'm actually going to find out more information about this guy. 
and find out if he's any part of any type of groups. Because I'm going to stay on this case. I'm going to stay on it. Those officers need to be held accountable. Uh, whoever made the choice, no arrest should have been made that night, need to be held accountable. Then on top of that, this guy will be, he need to be identified. So I'm going to do some research on him. Um, it'll be next week because I, I've had a crazy week this week. <laughs> it's like, man, I'm tired. Then, um, Who are you telling? Exactly. I'm going to do absolutely nothing this weekend. I know what you need to be doing. I know. I, I think I'm going to work on that. I think I started tapping into my creative brain. That's why I haven't uh, sent you too many texts this week or any message. Well, I did today. Sent you several of them today, but that's why I try to just stay back, let you stay focused. Stay focused on what you need to do. We need another book to come out. I know. It's hard. Like, it, like for some reason, with this new system, like, I'm actually working from home. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. It is. But I'm like, I got to research a lot of stuff and the things they send me, I'm like, I can't see from my little laptop. <laughs> what is that? So, but yeah, um, it shouldn't be too bad, but I'm still dealing with July 4th holidays that didn't get paid because of the new system. Oh, like wow. almost in uh, Labor Day. Yeah, like, that's not good. It is not, but you know, I think we're almost done with that. So I don't know. Also, if um, if we have any license, license, keyword, license counselor, um, and if you would like to be on the show, because we we really need to deal with mental health. Um, Monday was a great show dealing with malicious parent syndrome with Miss Ken K. I appreciate her for coming on, volunteering her time. I don't want to overdo it. So if you are a licensed counselor and would like to be on the show, let me know. Uh, let me know. We can set it up because I would like to have a show every week dealing with mental health, um, dealing with malicious parent syndrome. Like I said, I stayed up late answering a lot of emails and messages. And then Tuesday, I was doing the same thing. So it did help a lot of people. But we also need some more counselor because... Miss um, Kincaid, Miss uh, Dion Simmons, they both have been really uh, busy since they've been on the show. So that's a good thing. I'm not knocking that at all. So we definitely need more counselors that will volunteer their time to come on the show to help people. And if you could uh, reach out to me, uh, you can send me an email. Who you with, Kurt Dog at mail.com. Who you with, Kurt Dog at mail.com. That's W H O, the letter U W I T H C U R T D O G at mail.com. Uh, it doesn't make a difference what area you you in. You don't have to be in Texas uh, to be able to come on the show as long as you had to have your license. I'm not going to call no name, not like, uh, I'm going to call a name a little bit. Um, they know who I'm talking to, not like her. She want to come on, but she don't have those licenses. So we, we're not going to do that. So, but if you are a licensed counselor, please, please reach out to me. We could use the help to be able to help our followers, our listeners. And, um, also, um, um, if you are a book agent, please reach out to us. Uh, send me an email. We would like to have you on the show. Um, because Miss Risky coming out with a fourth book. Yes, hopefully sometime <laughs> soon. <laughs> I'm way behind schedule. And 
I should be releasing my book next year. I don't have a date yet, so um, so definitely if if you are in the book industry and have access to agents, uh, please reach out to us and we will definitely um, have you come on the show. If you are a author and want to be able to come on the show, talk about your work, I'll let me and we'll put you on the show. So it's risky besides trying to write this weekend. <laughs> well, I mean, I can be found on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at R-S-K-E-E and at some poker tables, <laughs> which is what's taking my like time. Online. Yes, online poker. <laughs> See, when I, when I text her yesterday, I said, look, How's the writing coming along? And I was like, huh, what? <laughs> I said, look, I'm I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to take all your electronics. It's not going to matter. I will, I start, I'll start coloring. Like, look at what I colored this week. <laughs> all right. Take all your electronics. Um, but and, my electronics have my notes on it. No. That's the only thing that, that you would have. Be like, Mm-mm. you need to write. <laughs> need to write you know yeah. so until uh, what's today Thursday man my days I've been so tied up sometimes I have to look at my phone figure out what day it is um, so I will be back on Sunday night um, not unless something crazy happen I, I'll pretty much be back on Sunday and hopefully y'all join us Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, if you have a, a subject you would like for us to talk about, hey, put it in the chat. Well, send me a, a message either on Facebook or uh, send me an email, who you with, kirkdog.com. I will respond back to all comments. And that's pretty much it. I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm tired because I did <laughs> a I did ten point six two miles this morning on the bike, and That's I was long, huh? Yeah, yeah. In this heat. Well, I try to ride early in the morning before it get too hot. Yeah, but still, it's muggy in the mornings. Yeah, but I did I did ride with my boy Jay Mo. Um, he actually uh, we was riding this morning. We're going, going, going. We get to a spot. I'm like, how you feeling? I'm good. All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> so we did it. We was getting ready to come back to the house. Got to the light. How you feeling? I said, all right, let's keep going. Got got around there, and that's no, no cut through on that side. So I'm like, once we go that way, we don't have a choice but to go that way. Got up that hill, and... I'm like, Lord. So we kept going, get to the next flight. I said, how you feeling? Good. We kept going, going around, get to that last light. I was like, how you feeling? He said, man, I'm just glad we off the damn hill. <laughs> I, I said, you too? I said, well, I think we're going to head back toward the house. So, so we came on back. We still get got 10 miles in if we would have did the full route i think it would have been like 14 15 miles it take baby steps to get yes. to the point where we're trying to get to and for my crew you know who you are if y'all want to set up a bike ride we could do that we'll meet somewhere and ride social distance and take baby steps you know we could go a mile or two Morris want to go further, I'm all for it. So let's set that up. Or if anybody else in the Metroplex that want to go bike riding, we can set it up and we can go out and ride. Now, you're probably going to go off and leave me, but that's okay. I'm going to finish. I may not finish when you finish, but I'm going to do it. So, <laughs> But other than that, until Sunday night, I really appreciate each and every one of y'all. I 
thank you for watching the show. Tell a friend, um, share a like. Um, until Sunday, I guess we will talk to you then if the good Lord say the same. Love each and every one of you. Peace.